Alongside Seth Goldberg, I'm Stephen Fonte. It's a Tuesday edition of Orange Nation. We are brought to you in part by Duntire Jam Pack. Show for you today. A short time ago, I caught up with Jerry McNamara over at the Mellow Center. We'll play that interview for you later here in hour number one. We'll kick off hour number two with O'Shea Brissett right at one o'clock. But we kick off the show today by being joined by Alan Griffin. And, uh, Coach, let's get right to it. Uh, you've been to the NCAA tournament before, certainly uh, as a player, as an assistant coach. First time, though, as an assistant coach at Syracuse. What has this experience been like for you? What's this last week been like for you and, and the rest of the coaching staff? You know, it's been really uh, exciting, uh, unbelievable. You know, the heart that these guys are, are showing – um, the defense, it's just been an unbelievable experience, and I'm just happy to be a part of it. You know, we look at this game and this team playing three times in five days, and we know you're shorthanded, we know it's a short rotation. How difficult has it been to win these three games in five days against the teams that you've been playing in this setting? You know, we've we just been doing this all year. Um, you know, we didn't have any uh, subs all year, so... Uh, these guys know what they have to do, and uh, man, they are, uh, you know, you, we got to give our uh, hats off to uh, Coach Kisbillis, who's been doing a really good job with these guys, keeping them in shape throughout the year, and, um, and Coach managing the game. Coach has done a phenomenal job. He should be up for Coach of the Year, especially doing what he's done this far, you know, and um, it's just been an unbelievable experience for me, uh, and I'll make sure I keep a diary this year. Because if I'm ever fortunate to have my uh, a coaching job myself, I'm gonna try to mimic this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't uh, can't argue with the success this team has had. I want to ask you about you know you mentioned Ryan Kabilis and the and the training staff. The, the two centers that you work with on a regular basis, Barama and Pascal, they, they both are literally limping to the finish line. They've been you know playing hurt and give them a lot of credit for, for playing through injury. How is their health right now? How are they doing? And how much will these you know four or five days off help those guys get ready for Duke and, and what lies ahead? Both guys right now are really, really, really banged up. Um, but they know that this team needs them. And they depended on them, and uh, they're gonna give it their all. You know, uh, Barama, I can't say enough about him because you know, as a freshman coming in, you don't know what to expect as a coach, but he doesn't know what to expect as a player. And for him to, you know, to live up to what he's done, the responsibility that he's taken on as a true freshman in this situation, it just speaks volume for for who he is as a kid. And uh, and Pascal has just been a warrior for us all year. Uh, and, and these guys, they, they, they want it just as bad as anybody else on our team. So that's why they're going out there and just giving it their all. You know, specifically on the court, uh, I know, I think the first time we had you on back in January, you talked about this free throw drill that you do with Pascal, and he's got to hit 100, and he's got to hit 20 in a row before he can leave practice. Um, I guess that's been paying off because we've seen this now at the end of the games uh, the last week or so where he goes to the line and, and he's 
fairly reliable, and he did it again yet, uh, on Sunday. Yeah, there's one thing that I, I make sure that these guys do it every day, um, just for their overall confidence when they do go up to the line. But uh, in certain situations, you want to be a well-rounded basketball player. And, you know, people um, – and, and, and the thing I, I thought about was when I was in school and how many – uh, free throws that I had to make in certain situations. I said, you know what? The one thing I'm gonna make sure these guys are prepared for is, is that very thing. Um, and, 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 and yeah, it's paying off. But you know, both guys are confident guys, and, and we just got to make sure that we continue to build that confidence. And, and so we came up with the drill. And you know, you gotta give all you know all the credit to those guys for going through their routines and and, and, and going up there and being confident and making some pretty big free throws. Alan Griffin joining us here on Orange Nation. And, and Coach, uh, when you look at the defensive performances that you guys have had this last week, three straight teams averaging over 80 points per game, and, and all three, you hold them in the 50s. It, it's It's been compared to the 2013 run around here in terms of the, the defensive efforts. You were not an assistant coach at the time for that 2013 team. So I, I will ask you this question. Is this the best defensive performance, You know, this week-long stretch that, that you've ever seen from a Syracuse team? 100 uh, percent it's probably the best i've seen ever um you know uh, at dayton we were pretty no we we're known for our defense um and this is unprecedented like i i've never been a part of of, 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 of something like this before uh, these guys are you know we know our limitations uh we know what we can do and what we can't do uh and defensively, we know we know if we play defense every possession and we give it our all, we have the chance to be in anybody in the country. Uh, and obviously that's showing right now. Talking with uh, assistant coach Alan Griffin here on the program. And, and Griff, you mentioned your time at Dayton, and obviously this is now going back a week, but you go back there to play those first four games. What did it mean to, to go back to, to this place that you had just been a, as an assistant and, uh, and you know, get to go on that floor again? It meant a lot. Uh, you know, first I want to say I'm 2-0 in that game. First four <laughs> games, I'm 2-0. So I just want to let that out there right now. But, um... You know, in Dayton, I, I met some beautiful people. Uh, the city is a basketball city. Uh, again, the people, the administration at Dayton, the basketball program, it's just a, a great situation for me and my family when we were there. And I was just, just happy to be a part of that experience there and uh, getting to see some of the people that I came across in you know, the six years that I was there was, was a great time, and I really appreciate it being back there. Griff, uh, you get a second crack at uh, at Duke on Friday, and uh, we know what happened the first time around. Uh, you held them to 60 points, well below their average, but you only scored 44 down there in Cameron. You get them on a neutral site. I think you guys are better. They're probably better at this point. What do you take from that first meeting, and what needs to change here in this second meeting to come out with a win? I think first uh, we got to continue to play uh, defense. Uh, if we don't play defense, we won't have no shot because they're a very, very good offensive team. And obviously, we know that they're very well coached. Uh, I, I think offensively, we got to find ways to, you know, get in, get in offense early. Uh, trying to create some offense, get some easy offense. Uh, we can get that. We'll be right there at the end to uh, hopefully winning the game. 
You know, you play Duke once, it's a 60-44 to 44 game. I would imagine it's played at the pace that you want, especially, you know, after seeing these, these three games recently. What can you take away from that game in Cameron, you know, a, month, a month-ish ago and move towards this one in, in a couple days? Again, our defense is really good, obviously holding them uh, from getting the average or even getting close to the average. But in the second half, we got some opportunities, and, and, and we were able to score and, and get going. But, you know, the deficit will be too much for us to overcome. So I, I think from the second half offense, if we can get that going a little bit better, uh, get it going early, excuse me, uh, we, we, we'll be right there for, for the taking. I asked Jerry this question a short time ago. I'll ask you the same question. So the three opponents you just faced, they had not seen the zone up close and personal. Uh, the three teams that are in Omaha, they have seen the, the zone up close and personal. Uh, what kind of challenge does that present, the fact that you know you don't have that you know, that X factor, that surprise factor going into these games? I would assume that's not the preference, right? Wouldn't, at this time of year, wouldn't you prefer to face a team that hasn't seen you yet? Yeah, but, you know... If you really think about it, we held all those teams under their average. I think Kansas was the only team that scored their average, and that was because we had to get into some desperational stuff and and, uh, get the foul on, and, you know, we kind of pressed a little bit. But for the the most part, we held all, you know, two of the three teams under their average. So we we just got to control what we can control. And that's just continue to play good defense and, and try to get some, you know, some easy offense. Last one for you, Griff, before we let you go. Uh, Frank Howard's the only one on this team who's experienced an NCAA tournament victory, you know, prior to uh, this run here. This roster is is so young, and it, you know it's been such a quick turnaround with the three games in five days. Now that you've had a, a chance collectively as a team to catch your breath, how are the the players and the young guys in particular handling this success and and handling getting ready for the Sweet Sixteen? Just getting a lot of treatment and getting a lot of rest. Um, guys are just guys into the uh, weight room yesterday, into the training room uh, yesterday. Guys are just focused and, and ready to get to Omaha and, and, and get going. All right. Well, listen, uh, we know it's a busy time for you. We appreciate you giving us a, a few minutes. Uh, best of luck this week. We'll, we'll see you in Omaha, and uh, we'll talk to you again later in the week. All right, definitely. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is. SU assistant coach uh, Alan Griffin. Again, I, I caught up with Jerry McNamara a short time ago. We'll get to that interview in a little bit. O'Shea Brissett at the top of our number two.